friends, it is that time once again for my seasonal anime recap. The spring season has finally come to a close, and boy, was it a season. Uh, 2022 has been quite the year for anime so far, and this season kept up the great start we got with the 2020 with the winter season to start the year. Uh, there were quite a few shows that are definitely in contention where it seems like last season, I think, uh, it started out pretty hot, but by the end of it, there were like, I had like 10 recommendations. So doing the top 10 list last season worked really well. I think I'm going to keep trying to move forward with doing it as a top 10 list. It just seems to be the easiest way to get in discussion about the shows that I thought are the most most worthy of watching and also my favorite ones because they're more my favorite than what I thought was impartially the 10 best. These are the 10 that I would say I enjoyed these the most. I think you should check them out. So that's kind of how we're going with it. And as always, this is mostly just an excuse for me to practice ad-libbing my thoughts on different pieces of media as <laughs> was very well uh, shown last in our last episode or uh, how uh, how good I am at giving in- insightful thought about certain things. <laughs> I feel like my comfort comfortability with anime is a little higher so I can somewhat do a better job of describing my thoughts on things but needless to say we will start and I will do some on we'll start at 10 work our way to one. Um, I don't know if the top couple spots will be too much of a surprise, but who the fuck knows? Um, as always, I will be giving some honorable mentions that didn't make my top 10 list, but as I said, there were quite a few good shows this season and we'll shout out ones that I don't have, uh, that I won't necessarily go into any more detail about why I liked them or what not. Um, and who knows, maybe, maybe this season I'll, Maybe for this season, I'll throw in some to maybe avoid or that I dropped because um, as promising as the season started, there were quite a few shows that I found kind of disappointing about where they went. Um, and I have one gripe about one show that should probably would probably be on this list, but um, because of licensing things, I guess, um, the only way to watch it was by sailing the high seas, and I have not done that yet. So, yeah. But anyway... We will start now with number 10. And that coming in at number 10 on my seasonal review is Dance, Dance, Dancer. It is a show from MAPPA. So it the animation quality was quite good. Um, this one was a little bit different because it is essentially a sports anime, if you want to call it that. Um, more so drama, which is the tag that it has on Mal. Uh, my anime list, um, but it's about ballet dancing, and it's another one of those where when I first started watching it, I thought, "Is it, I don't know, can I get into this sort of a premise? It seems kind of odd. I don't really care about ballet, but then when you get into just some of the character development sort of it things and how well animated it is, it's a very well animated show. Uh, the plot has enough to keep you coming back each week to see how things will go. There's some things that are kind of in that um, uh, 
suspend belief because like a guy who's never done ballet ever, uh, who's done some independent dancing without telling people before can just as like a freshman in high school be like, yes, I am now good at ballet, which, you know, I don't know much about ballet, but especially after watching this, it's like, oh, people train for this for years just to be, you know, serviceable at it. Um, so that aspect, once you can kind of ignore that and go, oh, it's kind of some shonen shit, it's a lot more enjoyable. I don't know how much this one will be for everyone because, as I said, the plot points are different, um, but I would definitely recommend giving it a shot. has a very good OP. The catchy song, the animation in it is very good. And overall, I was surprised at just how much I enjoyed this one. I, I, I try to give just about every show a shot each season but um if i I, more more so now than ever if after a first a few couple episodes i'm like i'm just not vibing with this um i will drop stuff now i will not continue to watch it especially with just with how many good shows are being put out each season um this year it's (laughs) in the past it was like oh man i need to i'm I'm struggling to watch 10 shows that I care about. But this was a good solid entry into the to start out this list. Uh next coming in at number 9 is Love After World Domination. This was one where you when the season started could have easily kept this one off my list. Um I thought it it took a couple episodes to really find its footing. Um the first two or three were kind of dumb. But it's essentially where if the Red Ranger from Power Rangers fell in love with um, the biggest foe he would go against in whatever evil organization he's const- the Power Rangers are constantly fighting, um, they definitely lead into over-exaggerating that, and it's kind of funny later on. But the first couple episodes, it's just really quirky, and I don't think it found its footing necessarily. But as it goes on, it's, it's a rom-com, um, very cute. It gets some of the episodes I will say are a little forgettable because it's just kind of I don't really care things going on. But um, as as it goes further and you find more of Destiny San, who is the girl who is in the evil organization, as you uh, learn more about her coworkers and her family and the just interesting personalities and how it's this dual thing of oh they work for this evil organization but they're also just normal high schoolers <laughs> it's some some things that don't seem like they should be able to work but this show pulls off pretty well uh this one was animated or done by studio project nine um which i always am confused some of the there's always some studios that come up that i go what the hell have they done and i looking through some of their other shows they don't really have a lot of standout shows that I feel like most people would know, so they might be more of an up-and-coming studio. If not, uh, yeah, they don't have a whole lot of shows they've done anyway. But this is probably one of their better shows that they have done. Um, anyway, it's a rom-com. If you're not into that thing, probably not for you. But uh, they definitely play into the weirdness of the main character's occupations. And from that standpoint... A couple of, like I said, after a couple episodes in, it really finds its footing and becomes pretty funny. Um, but again, rom coms aren't your thing. 
I get it. Although I do think there are quite a few rom coms on this list this season. There were a lot. It just seemed like this was a big romantic comedy season. Um, but we will get into that as we continue to go on the list. Nothing crazy to say about the OP or the ED. Um, the the OP is pretty cool. I liked it, but wasn't like, oh my god, go check this out. So yeah, that is that one. We'll just keep it keep it rolling as we do. Uh, coming in at number eight, and this might be kind of surprising to have it as low on the list as it is, but is uh, Paripi Kome or your boy Kome. Um, this one has by far the most bopping OP of any show this season, and I will not stand for anyone to think that there was a better OP. Although there are there are some other good there's certainly some other good OPs this season. But this one takes the cake. If you haven't heard it or seen it, I highly recommend, if anything, go find the Ya Boy Kome OP. Very catchy. I love it. It's awesome. Um, as for this show itself, more details. Let's see. I'm trying to f- pull up some more info on it. It was by PA Works, so big, big time studio. The budget shows. There's not a lot of room in this one for them to just flex their animation skills, but um, it's it's definitely still really well animated. Uh, the voice acting work is phenomenal in this show. It is a <laughs> I hesitate to call it a music anime because, yeah, they sing a lot, but it's not like idol anime. It's like it's about the music industry, so that's I think a little bit more approachable if you aren't crazy into your traditional idol type anime. Um, the main, the main voice actress for or the voice actress for the main character I think does a phenomenal job. Um, she makes that character very likable. One of the best girls of the season, which, again, the season was chock full of best girl candidates. But um, Aiko is really great, and I kind of wish more people were talking about her in the anime space. I feel like she's kind of gotten left behind, mostly because of Spy Family and Kaguya-sama both being in the same season. But, er, hell, even Komi-san. But, overall, very good characters, um, the plot itself gets a little bit weak near the end of it, so right around like episode eight, I'd say it it kind of lost me a little bit because it slowed down a lot. Um, it didn't keep up its oh the stuff's happening and developing each episode. They kind of go a little deeper into that arc. Um, not to say it was bad, it just it, it got a little slow, um, which is probably for me what kept it from being higher on the list and coming in at number eight also because the story itself wasn't anything too crazy after you get through past the initial gimmick where who is it i don't even know zoo kome um if that's even the proper (laughs) english pronunciation of it he's like an old it's technically an isekai it's a he's a chinese general and when he dies he gets reincarnated in modern day japan and acts as Aiko's agent to make her. He, he hears her singing shortly after he comes here and uh, vows to make her like the big thing. And so it's it's just about him helping her grow as both a singer and just a person because she hasn't had a lot of success. She kind of sings as a hobby, um, but with Kome's help, 
is able to push it forward. It's it's very good. Like I said, the voice acting work phenomenal. The singing great. Um, interestingly enough, on my anime list, there is no tag for the genre of this one, which kind of makes sense because it's not a music anime. And if you don't give it that tag, I don't know what you give it. So very appropriate for it to not have a tag, actually. But like I said, listen to that OP. Freaking banger. Um, it is only on high dive if you don't sail the high seas for watching anime, um, which is kind of a downside because I feel like a lot of people therefore don't watch it, um, but still very good. So we will end with that. We'll keep rolling on to number seven. And coming in at number seven is uh, another, I guess, this is a true sports anime. Ao Ashi, I think is how you properly pronounce it this one i don't think I'll, hardly anybody's been watching but um it is a soccer anime by production ig so another big time uh anime studio so i i don't know how well if you can say that they're flexing in the animation department on this one it is well animated um but the thing i like about this one the most is how well, there's one thing i think anime does really well when it comes to sports anime is that they 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 basically it's very approachable if you don't know a lot about whatever sport it is and as someone who doesn't watch a lot of soccer or football it was kind of enlightening to get oh this is a, i mean it's on a very basic level a lot of the times and it will build up on concepts as the show goes along um but it's very approachable for not knowing me not knowing anything about proper formations and all that kind of stuff when it comes to soccer um but it, it, I mean, from a from a plot standpoint, there's not a lot of originality here. Um, a guy who plays for his local, probably middle school team, um, has to jump around schools because he doesn't get a we- along well with other teammates because he's kind of a selfish player and is always looking to just score. Uh, but comes from a poor family, but and wants to use soccer as a as a way to pay back his mom for all the support that she's given him, and so he ends up at a a youth soccer academy for like a professional team in Japan and it's just him learning one a lot about soccer because he too doesn't know a lot about the a lot of the x's and o's of how it worked and it's just and growing as a person another growing as a person and a player kind of kind of show um but like I said very informative on a lot of stuff about soccer which again anime is I think underrated and how well it can it, it certain sports shows are for just giving you some introductory knowledge about a sport. Um I can't really think of a whole lot of western cartoons or shows that are more you would traditionally be more centered towards children that do an equivalent as what is done in a lot of a lot of anime. Now granted like if you have your I can't remember, is it Kuroke no Basket, where everyone's got, like, fucking superpowers and shit. Obviously, they're not going to focus as much on the X's and O's. But you have Slam Dunk, which I think is much more on that. I I, I apologize if I've mixed those two up, have not read or watched either, so I don't know. But that being said, the, the point I'm trying to get across is just that there are a lot of opportunities to inform the viewer of some of the basics that I think if you don't follow 
a sport religiously. And even then, because like I, as much as I follow basketball and American football, I mean, I don't know much about X's and O's and why certain plays are run at these certain times. So it's always cool to get an opportunity to get like look do the inside baseball of certain sports and get a better idea of it. Um, when it comes to OPED, they're fine. Nothing crazy here. Usually, sometimes I, I feel like sports anime are usually hit or miss. Sometimes it, they can have just insane OPs. Like Haikyuu has some of the best OPs out there. Um, and then other times they're just meh, forgettable. Um, the has a pretty good cast of characters. So all in all, it's uh, it's pretty solid. And it, it, this one is not done yet. Uh, it has. 24 episodes, so this is will also be going into the summer season, which I guess would technically mean if I go by some of my old rules, I should have waited <laughs> until uh, next season to put it on the list. But I really liked the first half, and I thought it was worthy of getting put on here. So it's seven again, Ao Ashi. Uh, if you, especially if you're a sports anime fanatic, this one's definitely for you. I, you should definitely check this one out. Okay, and then moving, keeping this train a rolling, because I think I say that about fifteen times during during this anime recap. We will move on to number six, and that one is a one of you know a growing trend of manga. Or, well, I don't want to say growing trend of manga because I feel like they've been out for a while, but definitely with an anime of them being pretty popular, meme machines, and that is Aharon-san, which man, I. I I feel like there's a way more meme potential in this one than like what has been done because there's this is just like the author of this clearly is just in it for the memes. Um, it's another just high school comedy like bit show. Um, I mean that's that's like the whole plot. I don't you could say it's romance a romantic comedy, but the romance part is very subtle. It's not the main point of it. Um, holy crap. So the, I looked up the, the company who gets credit for this one is Felix film. Um, and this is one of nine shows that they have done. And the notable, only notable one that they've done is Nekopara. So they're very new. Um, the animation in this is pretty good. I would say for what it is. Um, it's a lot of visual gag jokes, in, in most cases, and they pull them off pretty well. Uh, this was definitely the kind of slice of life comedy, school comedy show where every every week when it was time for me to watch the new episode, it was just like, oh, I'm just going to have a good time. Uh, I don't have to really pay super close attention to it. Some of the bits are meh, forgettable, but overall really fun uh, and enjoyed watching every single episode each week. Um, I would say... It, it, as is with a lot of these types of shows and or stories, because we, I mean, we get a lot of them. It, it, it's it's very similar to I like a Kaguya-sama, um, a Komi-san, um, uh, Takagi-san. Uh, Jesus Christ, there's so many of them. Where it, not necessarily the same teasing type aspects, but it's just like, oh yeah, here's a gag. We did it, and then they animate it. So there, there's not a whole lot of originality in this one, um, but still the jokes are pretty good. Um, but oh, what, what I meant to go with that is 
where when these start, it's usually just like the two main characters is really all you see. Some of them are different when they throw a lot more characters at you sooner. But uh, by the end of this one, when the whole cast of characters is like well, well in there and developed a little bit more, it's a lot more enjoyable when there's more than there's more characters to bounce bits off of. Um, so the last like four episodes, I think, are a, a lot stronger than some of those early ones, um, which always always makes me kind of sad because then I you know a show like this, I have no idea if it's gonna get a season two, but if it does, I'll be very uh, I will look forward to it hopefully getting a season two just because I again with the with that full cast or at least what I assume to be the full cast being there uh, there's just a lot more you can do going forward with with bits and all that kind of stuff um, so yeah with that we'll move to number five which I mean if you know anything about me this is probably surprising that this is only number five um, but I put Komi uh, san season two at at number five um mostly just because it's where i stand on like i am a comey simp through and through don't get don't get me wrong but um where this season ends is where i'm like yes okay here we fucking go let's do this i'm super fucking excited uh because year two when they're in year second years in school is when the the characters that get introduced in that season I just think make for much better content and the story gets a lot more interesting we're up like the whole first year is very basic uh similar to Ahar and San of like oh here's a gag that happens with the wacky uh students that go to this go to the school um and you get a lot more relationships to develop once uh, it hits year two, um, one of my favorite things about what they did in the last episode of this is they essentially just show a shot of Comey walking to school on this first day of year two. And just there's so many cameos from characters that will get introduced in year two. So I'm really hoping, really hoping we get a season three um, and it can get the fuck out of Netflix. But I don't think that's going to happen because, again, I... You don't need me to bitch about how Netflix has been releasing stuff, but, uh, you know, they waited three weeks for it to release in the West. Um, I don't understand. So, like, when we, episode four came out was when episode one came out, I believe, is how it, how it worked out, which was worse than what they did with the previous season, where it was, like, two weeks behind. I don't know what you're doing, Netflix, but get your shit together, for the love of God, please. Um, but overall, it, I mean, it's not a whole lot different from season one because really I would almost, the way I view season two is it's the second half of season one. Like they, they call the, the way, the, the way naming convention works now in anime is kind of annoying with how it's all seasonal because this should have just been released as 24 episodes as one season. So since it didn't kind of odd, don't know why they continue to do this, but I think it's because of, um, for money-making purposes. Again, the ED on this one has a really sick track. I like that. Um, the animation of it isn't anything crazy, but it's a pretty cool, great song on the ED. OP was fine. I actually, I actually liked season one's OP a little bit better. But, um, yeah, this one's mostly on here just because I love Komi-san, and I'm just happy to have more of it. Um, I just hope in the future that, um, uh, Netflix 
has just gets their shit together with releasing anime because it's different for all of them and there's no reason why this one is especially stupid uh but yeah so that's number five komi-san oh man the top four and let me just see real quick where the heck we are with that okay okay so coming in at number four might be a bit of a surprise but not really a surprise just so much as people still aren't watching this show and it drives me insane but ascendance of a bookworm season three i'm really sad this was only 10 episodes because damn there aren't too many isekai that just have as well thought out and fleshed out worlds than what this one does it's very similar to how Mushoku Tensei is and how you can tell that the author thought all this shit through and wasn't just on a whim doing oh we can well, I can make I can make money off this you know where it's the stereotypical city and like no everything has rules and if you fuck if you fuck up and step out of line there are real consequences to everything um but I mean it's season three. I don't really want to litigate everything that happens beforehand because go watch it. This show's amazing. Um, the animation, um, awesome. The characters, great. You, you, just characters you like, characters you don't like, but that's the point. And it's just really, really well done and thought out. I again, I won't stress. I can't stress enough how refreshing it is to watch something where. If a character makes this minor decision that you'd like, oh, it's like any other thing, they'll they'll come out on top. It's like, no, they could have kind of not messed up, but there, there's real consequences for small actions that, that could be taken. The main character can't just do whatever they want, and it'll all end out rosy. Um, so, it introduces a couple, I think there's only like a few new characters that really get introduced Um but this one's, de- I mean, I I hope we get to keep keep it coming. I don't know. They kind of tease it like there could be more that they'll do in the future. But all in all, I mean, if you want just a solid fantasy slice of life type show, I, I guess it has the slice of life tag, but doesn't really feel as slice of lifey just in that. There is a the main character is always trying to do the thing that she is setting out to do, and that, like it takes a, there's a lot of steps. So she's trying to basically bring books, mass produced books, to the world that she gets brought or reincarnated into, um, and everything she's doing are steps basically to try and get that goal done. There might be roadblocks and some some arcs that take her away from that, but all in all, she's always trying. It always comes back to that. Um, and just seeing how it just keeps building on itself is just really cool. Uh, but also one one of the big things I like about it is like, oh, she's bringing knowledge of today and like how to make crazy crap we have now and in this world that doesn't exist. So she just has all these ideas of modern, like the printing press and how to, how to make like shampoo in earlier seasons that, that technology isn't there. So it, it, if if she wasn't a special case with having a lot of magical power, um, she'd probably be a heretic and they'd kill her because like that's crazy to have knowledge of how to do this. But um, there's I think a part in this in this season where 
uh, those in charge tell her she can't sell this type of thing because if it becomes too available, it would just destroy the economy, <laughs> which is a really interesting thing that you never see done in these sort of isekai things where the the main character is bringing knowledge from our world. Um, and seeing that done, uh, continually to be done in a just really well-executed way is just still always awesome. And I, and I, I hope we can keep getting more it's one of those where I might have to eventually pick up the light novel especially if it doesn't look promising that we will continue to get uh more seasons but as it stands man Sentence of a Bookworm is a big recommend if you want just a solid fantasy show um yet technically it's an isekai but it quickly doesn't put like it, it it is not like your cookie cutter isekai that we get so much of so I think before I go into my top three of the season, I will give some honorable mentions, which will probably uh, give you an idea of what is not or what is going to be in the top three. Um, so things that I would recommend that I didn't put in here, uh, the big one being Summertime Render, which is oh, I guess it's it's licensed through Disney, but Disney hasn't released it in the West. So that's the one I was referring to earlier about. If you haven't sailed the high seas, uh, you haven't seen it. That being said, I'm probably gonna try and find a way to watch it soon. Um, I think that one would 100% be on this list if I had had if I did have a way to watch it because it is rated pretty high. And I've heard a lot of good things about it. There's just no way for me to actually watch it. Because Disney's getting in the anime streaming game. Great. We're fucked. That's going to be awesome. Especially if they just decide to not release it. You know? (laughs) Cool. Um, Another one I would throw out there that I just didn't get into. But I feel like was pretty popular among the anime community was Tomodachi Game. Um, it's kind of like a, it's not death game, but it's kind of like a death game, except without death, I believe. Um, more like gambling game, high stakes, like embarrassing shit. You could get put into crazy debt. So a little bit more like Kakiguri, but not in a high school setting or a gambling high school setting. Um, again, I only watched like a couple episodes and I just didn't, I didn't vibe with it very well, but, um, which is kind of surprising because like I said, it seems to be pretty darn popular, and so usually I'm, I'm hip with all the, the the popular shows, but this one just it didn't it didn't hit with me. Um, another one is a Skeleton Knight. This is just your traditional isekai trash, but uh, the OP is a <laughs> is a bop, not bop banger. I don't know. Um, it it's a wild OP. Um. So I'd recommend, if anything, just check that out too because the OP is kind of funny. Um, But yeah, like I said, just standard isekai trash. Uh, uh, What is this? What is the proper English? Uh, I'm Quitting Hearing was another... It's like an action fantasy that's you think it's an isekai, but it's not. It kind of is. It has a lot of mechanics, but it it isn't. it was good. It got kind of sl- another one of those where, like, around episode eight, it just kind of gets real slow in what they try to do in the last three or four episodes. I don't know what's up with that trend. I think, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm gonna ponder that. Might have a bring some 
as we go on with these, however long we keep doing them, might go into more detail my thoughts on that at a different time. Um, we got another season of science, or we fell in love and science, whatever. Science fell in love, so I tried to prove it. I never watched the first season of that, so I didn't watch the second. Um, I think some people are fans of that, but meh, you know, I don't really care. Uh, Daimon was a was a good one. I would definitely recommend that one as an honorable mention. Uh, it's kind of just a slice of life show, so about a uh, people who make traditional Japanese sweets. So that was cool. We got another season of, and I technically haven't finished this yet, but another season of The Demon Girl Next Door. Very meme but also enjoyable. Um, yeah, heroines, heroines Run the Show, another one I want to shout out, has, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, that's a music, I guess, is it a musical? It's about uh, idols, but it's about the high school student who manages an idol, a duo male idol group who go to her same school. Um, the ED, big fan, big fan of the song, the song choice there. I think it's pretty good. Um, and then probably like one of the, oh, <laughs> RPG real estate. I'm shouting out because I don't know why this show gets as much, it has not been respected <laughs> as much as it has. Cause it's like under a seven on my anime list. And I don't know why, because it's fine. It's good. I like it. It's kind of has characters that were meant for me. It's cute girls do uh, real estate in a fantasy world, but you know what? I am a big fan. Um, oh, I will definitely shout this one out to Healer Girl because it was a music original anime that I thought was a very interesting idea. Basically, it's um, there is in, in this world there is a uh, sector of medicine that is called healers where they use songs that can like he basically it's puts you in a better state of mind and you just feel better and can do some healing things but you can't do like crazy like surgeries and whatnot but like you can hear heal minor scrapes and stuff i thought it was a very interesting premise um and definitely thought it was pretty good and worth checking out um one that I didn't watch but heard was kind of I didn't end up sticking with but was wild is Birdie Wing girl, uh, Golf Girl Story which I think has basically been described as like a mafia golf anime so I don't know why I dr- I, I should have probably kept with it um, the animation just wasn't great oh god it's done by, it was done by Bandai Namco okay that's weird um, and it's an original so I might have to check that one add that one to my queue which I will never get to but uh if you want a, another sports anime that's a little bit different and you like golf, definitely check that one out. Um, but overall, those are probably my other recommendations of things to just check out. Won't go too crazy more into detail on those. Uh, oh, and I guess a couple of cuckoos came out, but I have I have some issues with that that I won't go into here. Um, so yeah, with that we'll get back to the the last three, the top three shows of the spring anime season. And coming in at number three, boy oh boy is this one a long name, so you can definitely tell that it is based off of a light novel. But trapped in a dating sim, the world of Ultimate Games is tough for mobs. And you might be saying, Hayden, what the fuck? Why the hell is this your number three show? And all I have to say is I don't really know why, but I freaking loved it. It was like crack cocaine for me. 
Um, because overall, the plot, well, actually, you know, I don't know. I think it's underrated that we you could take, because I'm pretty sure because of um, what's what's the name of the show that was the Otome game, where she gets reincarnated into it's a it's an this one is also an isekai like the other one I'm trying to remember, um, where she gets reincarnated incarnated into an Otome game that uh, she played. It was all all routes lead to doom, whatever the heck that one was. I can't remember the full title, but um, and that one she p- plays basically the antagonist, and she's trying to not die, um, and and I think that one kind of sp- spawned these other trapped in Otome game type stories. But this one is where he's just a mob character or just some random person, but he had to play through the this game, this Otome game, and been died of I think starvation which is stupid and I still don't really understand that the I will say the first episode of this show I hated at least the first half of it while he's playing the game I was like this is just dumb I it the pacing wasn't good it's basically him just playing through watching all the scenes um but once he gets in the game um I just kind of jumped on the characters and thought it was very interesting because it's another one of those oh you use your knowledge of the game to basically be a cheat code and get bonuses and stuff that you used to be very beneficial to yourself to progress and he's trying to get the easy life but he just always gets promoted in this uh f- like feudal lordish type system of getting promoted to higher higher ranks within the the court or whatever however you would refer to that um and by the end of it he has he's gotten promoted quite a bit has relationships with some pretty powerful people has also pissed off a lot of other powerful people and i don't know it just again this is another one where the last couple episodes slowed down but i was so into the relationships relationships with him and the main two female leads that um i was just like i don't care this is like like i said this is like crack for me and i i'm all in on it um so yeah, I, that's that's also the OP song, another banger. Big fan of that one. The the animation for it was fine, nothing, nothing crazy. Let me see who it was that did the animation for, or what studio did this one? Uh, ENGI. Uh, I don't know, like anything about that studio, but um, yeah. I'm kind of just got lost here because I'm trying to find. Oh, yeah, it's just listed as a fantasy show because I guess the, <laughs> my anime list has not gotten to putting Isekai as a tag yet. So that's weird. Let's see. ENGI, what have they done? Um, Not a whole lot. Wow. This is like they've done like four other shows and some of them are kind of good and most of them are just mid. This is actually their, their fifth show and the best rated one. But definitely think. Uh, Trapped in the Dating Sim is worth your watch. But this is definitely one. It combines a lot of stuff. Fantasy, mecha, romance, games. Like, a lot of uh, themes that you wouldn't think would go well together. And you could argue they don't. But I love it. And that's why it's at number three. Um. So, yes. We'll keep it rolling. And at number two, I bet a lot of you would have probably thought that Spy Family would be my number one. But you are wrong. I... And for reasons I will get into shortly. But coming in at number two is Spy Family. Um, this show's just great. 
Uh, I'm a huge fan of the manga, and this is everything I could have ever asked for in an adaptation of what is probably one of my top three favorite manga that are currently in in circulation. Uh, the voice acting, phenomenal. The animation, awesome. The OP and the ED are both great, which that doesn't happen a lot, where both the OP and ED are amazing. Um, if you haven't watched this, I don't know what you've been doing this past season, because it is probably the most popular show from the past season. Um, but Spy Family, it's essential. a quick synopsis for the those of you who may be uninformed. Um, a, a spy who has an operation to... It's basically set off out of Germany. I think it's in Berlin. Yeah. Um, so, there's that. I don't know if it's supposed to be like East and West Germany. I don't think it's that late. It might just be Germany in general. Um, but a spy who is trying to take down someone in Berlin who is trying to like attack another country uh, has a... The, the way he is going to try and get close to this... The uh, person is by infiltrating or getting close to him through um, this school, this prestigious school. So he has to get a family to get his, into the school and make a make, make connections to this very important person. Um, so he has to adopt a child who happens to be a telepath because that's a thing. Um, and then the woman that he finds to become his wife is secretly an assassin. So you have a spy, an assassin, and a telepath all under under one roof, basically just trying to um, come off as a normal, ordinary family. But with each of them, uh, with Lloyd and Yor, the husband and wife, each trying to do their own jobs, and Anya, the child, basically just like, I love entertainment, I want to do fun, cool things. Uh, unfortunately, in the first half of it, because uh, we do have 12 more episodes coming in the fall season, uh, Bond has not yet been introduced. The dog, love Bond. Uh, once the whole family unit is together, it's pretty great. Uh, also, it's just great already. Um, the pacing's amazing. And once, and, until until we get the full 24 episodes out, it will feel a little like, uh, at I, I just feel like this is definitely being approached as if there were 24 episodes coming out. So, like, yes, technically after episode 12, you could be like, oh, I want to know more. And we'll get more, obviously. But it's definitely being paced as if, like, they're going to come to a, some sort of better conclusion as to what than what happens at the end of episode 12. But, uh, yeah, Spy Family, banger, great. Watch it. It's awesome. Um, but it is not... It is not my number one. And that goes to Kaguya-sama season three, which, I mean, is just awesome. I think right now it's currently still, uh, unless it's been review bombed, it's currently the highest rated anime on my anime list. It has, it is currently ahead of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood until it gets, you know, downvoted into smithereens. But um, it has one of the single greatest anime episodes I've ever seen, which is like the rapping episode. Like, holy shit. I, I can't believe how much I enjoyed that one episode. The visual comedy that they're able to pull off, that A1 Pictures is able to pull off in this, is just phenomenal. I've started to read the the manga just because I'm curious if the the way 
that things are done in the anime are actually just make it better. And I, I mean, I would argue they are without having read that much of the manga yet. But I, I need to get further in to be able to fully know, oh, does this does the anime actually pull shit off better than what the manga does? But, I mean, the comedy is top tier. Um, the romance parts are getting juicy. They are coming to some development by the end of this season. Um, the ED, I'm going to just jump to that real quick, is uh, incredible. It's basically like a spoof off of Starship Troopers, which I'm just like, why? Why is this in an anime ED, especially for this show that has nothing to do with sci-fi? I don't know. Can't figure it out. But damn, is it... Is it oh, God. I, I did, This is one of those where I actually don't struggle to find words as to explain why I, why it's so good. It's just one of those things like you just have to watch it and you just know, oh, this is just top-tier content. The way everything is cut, the way the voice actors just go all in on so many of their lines it just all culminates in just an absolutely amazing anime season and i I mean it's one of the best anime i've seen in a long time and i like i've liked the first two seasons but the first season i thought was by far the weakest but that's mostly because um not all the characters are really in season one or they get introduced right at the end and now that all these characters are together and you're you know the, the the chemistry between them has developed in a way that the jokes are the jokes just hit harder and better because you know more about the characters at this point. I haven't seen something pull off, like I said, the the visual cutting comedy that this show does. I don't think before, and if I have, I would have to be reminded of something that did it well. I'm I'm really hard pressed to give this a ten out of ten. Um, I think I currently have it as a nine because I don't. It's hard for me to give a third season the masterpiece score when I just liked I thought the other two are very good but it seems kind of weird for one part to be a a 10 out of 10 but I don't know I I think the more I ponder this eventually this is gonna end up at at a 10 out of 10 for me um so yeah if you have not I mean and then also the meme the the meme machine that is Kaguya-sama it's just incredible how many memes come out of come out of this show and and manga so uh, i have i have no issues putting this at number one over spy family for me um i think they're both like it's like basically 1a 1b honestly for me but if i had to do one and two kaguya-sama is the clear number one and spy family comes in at number two because of that um so yeah I think I will I will do a quick recap. So coming in from 10 to 1 again, at 10 was uh, Dance, Dance, Dancer. At 9 was Love After World Domination. Coming in at 8, Paripi Kome or Yaboy Kome. Coming in at 7 was Ao Ashi. 6 was Aharin-san. 5 was Komi-san. I, that's, I, I did not do that on purpose. Uh, number 4 was Ascendance of a Bookworm. Number three was Trapped in a Dating Sim. The world of Otome games is tough for mobs. Coming in at number two, Spy Family. And of course, at number one, Kaguya-sama. Like I said, this was a great season. There were so many good shows to watch. A little bit for everyone, I feel like. Although it did seem a little heavier on the comedy and romance comedy type shows. Um, But all in all, 2022 has just been... A great year for anime um 
this next season that's already starting has a lot of very promising shows and sequels that are coming up that I'm really excited to be able to watch. And then I I think what's been announced for fall is also very promising. So 2022 has just been an absolute crazy year for anime. Um, and it doesn't look to be slowing down for the next two seasons. So with that, I will leave you for three more months until the summer season is over. And we'll recap that and, and see how we keep, how, how well we can maintain this just incredible year in anime. So yeah. Until then, I will. I will see you next time.